Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Klein, it is so lovely to have you on the podcast. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. How are you? Hey, Enemy. Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. It is my pleasure. Um, I always enjoy having a fellow unusual name person here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we're in our I'm own special club. Yeah, it makes me feel yeah. like an NPR <laughs> Isn't it? It's like all the NPR uh, reporters all have crazy names. And I'm like, I maybe that is me <laughs> in a different life. Um, well, wonderful. I am excited to chat with you today. I'm going to get my timer out and then um, hit go and just let you kind of jump in and walk us through what's going on. Sound good? Okay. All right. Ready and go. So I basically... What I was trying to figure out, I mean, it's been a long time. It's why I'm not being as profitable as I wanted. Uh-huh. And then I kind of started going through all the parts of my businesses and yeah. trying to figure out what, what it is that I'm missing. Sure. So I started thinking about marketing, about my copy on my website, if I'm targeting the right clients, if I'm pricing it right. And then all that thinking becomes like a mess in my head because it's so many things to think about. And then at the end of the day, I can't figure out like what I'm missing really. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me a little bit as you were going through all those different pieces, what you started to, you know, what was coming up for you? So when I think about pricing, um, well, I think I charge the amount of money that's like, I mean, I don't charge too cheap and I'm not very expensive. So I'm like mm-hmm. a medium, you know, middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. And then I already thought, so since I'm in the middle, I'm like, do I charge too low or maybe do I charge too much? Mm-hmm. I kind of can't figure out like what people think about that. Um, in my head, it's fine. But then uh, going through my numbers, I found out that I actually need to charge a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, to be profitable, really. Sure. And then yeah. I was like, well, I mean, it's care to do that. Yeah. Since I already feel like I don't have as much clients as I wanted for like regular sessions, because I do family sessions. So I kind of got like stuck on that, you know? Um, And then, then I started thinking like, if it's something else, like my brand, if my brand is, I mean, strong enough, if I'm being clear on my message to Mm -hmm. target the right people. And then that takes me to think about my clients. Um, like, do I really know who they are? I might be targeting like the wrong people maybe. And that's why, you know, um, I don't get as much clients as I wanted. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. <laughs> Just all the different things. Yeah. Um, and then tell me a little bit about, cause I know that you've done some things too. I know you messed with your pricing a little bit. Like at one point you had taken it down a little bit and another point you brought it up a little bit. Um, and then I think you said you did a rebrand, right? Like you, you had your, mm -hmm. your website redone or something along those lines. Is that all accurate? Yes, that's right. I, well, since I'm trying to figure out what I'm missing, I just keep like trying to change things here and there. Like, mm -hmm. so I try to, <clears throat> so I try to go lower on my price a little bit to see like, maybe I'm charging too much. And then I try to go higher since like what I really need is to go higher because of my numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I think I forgot what you asked. Oh, no, that's fine. And I, um, I guess what I'm trying to do is get a sense of in this process. So, you know, I think a lot of times people get hung up on pricing. So mm -hmm. we get hung up on pricing and I know that, you know, the general public out there gets hung up on pricing, but really there is no like too low or too high price. Mm -hmm. There's probably a too high price somewhere. There's a ceiling mm -hmm. somewhere, but yeah. it, that ceiling is way, 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 way higher than any of us give it credit for. Like you can find people out there. If you wanted to charge $8,000 for a portrait session, you would attract somebody who was like, yes, I am an $8,000 portrait session client. You may not attract a lot of them <laughs> yeah. and you would have to work harder to find them, but there, you know, those people are out there. So, so I don't really think it's a too low or a too high. I think mm -hmm. really what it usually comes down to is how everything in your business aligns and mm -hmm. what that speaks to the client. So what I always say about pricing is you run your numbers, which it sounds like you have, which is great. And you come up with a number that you say, if I'm going to shoot 50 sessions a year, I need to make, you know, a thousand, I'm making up numbers, a thousand dollars per session in order to make the amount of money that I need to make accommodating for my expenses as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a little bit more to that math, but not a whole lot more. Like it's a pretty straightforward equation to figure out what a profitable price point would be. Then the, then the, trick is filling up the number of sessions that you need to fill up. So, you know, it can be that you lower your prices, but then you take on more clients. You can raise your prices. Then you don't have to take on as many clients. All of those things are just math. Mm -hmm. The trick then is to get the right people who want to hire you and are willing and able to pay that price. And that has to do with all of the parts of your business being in alignment. So if you charge $1,000, your um, online presence and your the way that you speak to your clients and all those sorts of things is going to be different from perhaps what someone sees when they come across a, a photographer who's charging $300 for a photography session. Like they're going to want to see a kind of a higher production value and, you know, they're going to want to see evidence of some kind that that is, um, and of course, part of that is perhaps the quality of the art, but it's not always. And that's also, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like art is tricky that way. Mm -hmm. um, so I encourage people not to get hung up on their art and rather to focus on, and I, I talk about um, the 
five P's. And now I'm on the spot because I'm going to have to go back in my mind and remember what my five P's of alignment are, but it's pricing products. Um, <laughs> I have, and I think you mentioned this in, when you wrote to me that you had listened to the unicorn donkey, um, uh, workhorse podcast episode and that that sort of spoke to you, but as long as, you know, all the different pieces of your business are in alignment and they align with that price point, then, you know, it starts to be a matter. It's kind of a numbers game. Then you just have to get in front of enough people who fit that target market population and you will eventually start to fill up those spots. So I want to get back to you and where in that um, process, that alignment process, you feel like you're feeling the most friction in your business? Like, do you have a sense of what it is that's not connecting with people? Or that's really the problem is you're having a hard time diagnosing it? I think that's really the problem. And I think when I get really confused is when, because I do regular sessions, like an hour and a half Mm -hmm. sessions, like a full session. And I also do mini sessions, like some mini sessions, like I do Uh Christmas and one more, like during the year. And I noticed running my numbers that the, I mean, I make more money from the mini sessions than from the regular sessions. Mm -hmm. And that's really not what I want to focus on. Okay. So I was doing the mini sessions just to help a little bit here, here and there. But what I want to focus is on the regular ones. And I'm like, why? And I'm not getting my, like most of my profit from those sessions. Right. Um, So that brings up another one of the five P's, which is your preferences, right? So it is possible to run a high volume, low cost business. That would be like mini sessions all the time um, Mm -hmm. and make a lot of money. And some people do that and they enjoy that. But if you're not enjoying it, I would argue that's not what you should be doing. Um, Mini sessions can be a super effective tool to bring people to sort of get your business in front of people at a low barrier to entry, right? You're not asking them to pay a thousand dollars. I'm just going to keep using that as a number. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're maybe willing to come out and spend a couple hundred dollars and see what that is. I think what a lot of people end up doing, unfortunately, with their mini sessions is that they give too much. (laughs) So you get into that situation where you are... um, you're over delivering on a, uh, at a price point that is not going to fit your business model. Um, because if that's all someone needs to work with you and get kind of your best stuff, why would they ever then upgrade to, you know, from the $200 version to the thousand dollar version? So when you do, um, mini sessions, you know, it sounds like holiday mini sessions and then some other time during the year. Are you, um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you structure those? Actually, it doesn't even matter how you, it does matter how you structure those, but for the purposes of this conversation, let me ask you this instead, do you ever find that people come in via a mini session for the first time to work with you and then go on to hire you for regular sessions? A few. Yes. A few people. Okay. So that's a great sign. Um, the other question that had occurred to me earlier when you were first talking is um, you were saying, I'm not really sure that I'm working with the right people. Would you say that you have a client base that you enjoy working with? Like, do you have clients who come back to you 
regularly and or clients that you would sort of, um, if you were thinking about your ideal client, you would say, yeah, this client or this client. Yeah. I think most of my um, full sessions, I enjoy mm -hmm. like, okay, that's my, that's the public I want. Okay. So that is also great. I think that if you're enjoying pay, working with those people and they're paying, it sounds like maybe not quite as much as you need to be charging to be profitable, but somewhat in the same neighborhood with that. Is that accurate? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. That's right. Okay, good. This is all, this is all very good news. <laughs> so there's I, also, yeah, there's also those clients that comes only from, for the holiday mini sessions and then they wait for the next year, like to come for the same mini session, but then they don't come for a full session ever. Like yeah. that's all they want. Yeah. So, um, well, there are those people out there and I have those as well. I don't do mini sessions very frequently. Once every few years I have mini sessions. Um, but I have a whole group of people who are on my email list who never hire me except when mini sessions come around. And then they're often some of the first people to sign up. Um, and I look at that. I, I really don't worry too much about that because I think for most of those people, it really does come down to a price point. And I actually really appreciate the fact that I think that they value the work that I do. It's just that it doesn't work right for their budget or like a mini session is really the only thing that they're willing to, to spring for when it comes to photos. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm happy to do that. They are not getting the full session experience and whether or not they know that it's okay because there are other people out there in, in the world who are willing to pay for my, um, full session. So I, I don't necessarily think that you're doing anything wrong there. It's possible that you might be able to, um, start to nurture those people into moving into a, a full session. If you were to really, if you wanted to, and you really wanted to sweeten the pot, but you could also just kind of let them exist as your mini session clients. And instead, focus on bringing in, you know, those new people. So when you think about your full session, ideal clients that you already have, um, what I, you know, always recommend that you do is start to try and think about like, where did you find them? Where did they find you? How did you connect? And, and what about them? If you, you know, cause of course all clients are different. I, even though I have sort of this avatar of like my ideal client that I serve, um, the people, and there are, you know, I have lots of ideal clients in reality and none of them exactly match that avatar and none of them are exactly like the others. In fact, there's a pretty wide variety. But when I think about like, what is the thread that kind of ties them all together? Um, you know, for me, that comes down to, it's usually working, both parents are working professionals. They are, you know, busy people. They appreciate nice things and nice art. They like to support local artists. They really enjoy their kids, um, but they're not necessarily looking for like a, in my case, this is me personally, they're not looking for someone to be their best friend or like be hanging out with them constantly or anything like that. Now, I have developed friendships with some of these people. Um, but many of them, I see them once a year, we get along great, they want their stuff, but like, we're, you know, they're basically, I'm providing a service for them. 
which is fine. And that works really well for me too. Um, I am also busy and I don't need a ton of new friends. Um, so it's sort of like this, I can kind of paint this picture in my mind and then I know who I'm talking to. There are photographers out there who in their copy on their websites talk about like, we're going to get to know each other really, really well. And I love, um, becoming part of your family or, you know, for the day or whatever the case may be, there's none of that on mine. And so I recognize that some people prefer that. And for those people, I'm probably not the right photographer. Um, okay. This obviously the timer has gone off and I need to wrap up my part of this, but, um, the, uh, it sounds to me like you're on the right track. You have some really solid stuff going. It sounds to me like it's more a numbers game of like getting more of the good stuff and making sure that you are charging appropriately so that when you do have these sessions, the full sessions, you're making, um, enough money. And then all, all told that'll all come together. So I think, I think where you are is that frustrating part where like, you kind of know where you're going, you see where you need to go. Those are both important things. Um, but you know, it's like that, well, am I doing the right things? Um, Mm -hmm. so homework for you, I would say, make sure that your mini sessions are, uh, the next time that you host them, you may want to prune back. And I have no idea because we haven't talked about it, but I don't know what you offer. If you're guilty of that pretty common thing where you're over delivering for mini sessions, you may want to prune that back a little bit. If not to um, encourage the people who are only mini session buyers to consider bumping up, but also to make sure that whoever you bring in for mini sessions going forward understands that like, at this price point, you only get this much, you know, if you want the bigger thing, you're going to have to spend more money. So you're kind of training them mentally for what to expect. Um, number two is to just, I would say, go ahead and adjust your pricing up to, you know, if it's not at that profitable point just yet, get there and then do some really um, deep dive, soul searching, research, thought, I mean, you can even interview these ideal clients that you already have and say, you know, ask them questions about what it is that they like working, you know, like about working with you specifically um, and that sort of thing. And um, and start using that and those kinds of testimonials to go out and find more of that good thing. Yeah, I think that I, I hear that and it's kind of like a light bulb now because I know that most of my clients that comes for a full session, they are similar to each other. I, I just not very clear. It's not very clear to me what is about them that is like similar mm-hmm. and also why they look for me like mm-hmm. as their photographer. I know most of them, they come like uh, through referrals. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. Uh, and that means something. I just need to find out what is it that like those things in common that they have so I can focus on that because I think it's not clear to me. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I feel like we've come full circle in this conversation. One of the very first things that you said, I wrote down a note to myself that was, you know, can't see the forest for the trees. You are in a place right now where you're so like close to your business. You're having a hard time getting that clarity. 
I think it would be great for you to pick a few of those people who you have stronger relationships with and like buy them a cup of coffee, send them a gift certificate since we can't all sit together and have coffee right now and chat with them uh, and ideally actually record the conversation like a Zoom conversation so that you can be fully present in the conversation and then go back to it later and really parse through what they're saying. But um, find out from a third person perspective what it is about you that is so hireable because that if you can really latch onto that and work that into your copy and work that into the way that you talk to prospective clients, you're going to book more of the right people. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially yes. because when we think about ourselves, we tend to think about the parts that like, what am I missing or what's, what am I doing wrong? And then at the end of the day, we don't really, we can really see clearly, like, what is it that like makes ourselves like unique? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Well, perfect. Well, Klein, it's lovely to meet you. So nice to chat with you. Um, thanks so much for coming on Mini Mentoring. Thank you so much. I had so much fun and that, oh, was, that was great. Great oh, advices. Good. So I'm excited. <laughs> Yay. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear it. Well, wonderful. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.